Ultra. Hello and welcome back to The Doctor's Companion, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. Today on the show, we will be discussing Can You Hear Me? The seventh episode of Series 12. This is uh, directed by first-time Doctor Who director Emma Sullivan, written by Charlene James, and of course, The Chibs. Captain mm-hmm. Teeth himself. And, uh, I think old, old Topher Chibs. Old Topher Chibs. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> this is also Charlene James's first outing as a Doctor Who writer. Mm. Very exciting. Very. For those of you who don't know, the fingers are the teeth of the hands. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't quote Shakespeare at me, Scott. <laughs> Oh, fingers, the teeth of the hands. And that's uh, and that's some, what this episode's about. Jan- put in some fingers then, Janine. <laughs> Give it some fingers. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this, um, this has got to be one of the weirdest episodes of Doctor Who. It has everything. It, it's, it, it's pretty out there. I love um, this. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I, I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Graham um, has like a weird like space acid trip while he's playing cards with two randos that we've never seen before and yeah. we'll, we'll never see again. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't I don't know. I don't I didn't I didn't dislike it or anything. I just thought it was it was it was pretty um uh what was the word that I used while we were watching it? I I like trippy. Tri- I know it wasn't trippy. Uh, uh Weird, random, out there. Yeah, it was just out there. I don't know. So, um, let's let's start at the beginning. Uh, I was really pumped because I thought that. Well, 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 let's start with general thoughts. So, Cass really liked it. I yeah. had a lot of fun. Scott, what, what were your general thoughts about it? I don't know yet. Okay. Well, <laughs> let, let, let's talk about it. So, we think I was pumped. I was really excited at first because it seemed like we were going to get like a Doctor Solo episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the companions just feel like going home again. They just miss Sheffield. And uh, I really thought it was interesting at the beginning how the doctor like didn't know what to do with all of her free time. I found that super relatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she almost was about to just skip forward to not having to deal with it anymore. Uh, but yeah, she gets called to Aleppo, uh, Gary Johnson's favorite city. And uh, yeah, there's this was it was uh, an Islamic asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the doctor points out that uh, in the 14th century, that uh, uh, Islamic scientists were actually pretty ahead of the curve mm-hmm. in dealing with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I I thought that was a super. I was I was a little bit remiss that we didn't stay in Aleppo longer. That ended up being kind of just like a backdrop to uh, wacky space adventure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, we meet some uh, gorilla wolf monsters. Yep. Called the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, following Chibnall's, I don't, I don't know what magic trick he's cracked to make me unable to remember any, any that creature names. name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ch- the chacraxia. Is that what they're called? I don't know. I don't I... know what the, but the. I think he just made it up. Well, they ended up being he not tried. real. Right. They ended up just being like. Oh, the beat the beasties. Yeah, the yeah the the, the gorilla wolf creatures. Yeah, the gorilla wolves. <laughs> like, why um, does she even give them a name if they ended up just being inside of uh, Tahira's mind? They were just Tahira's nightmare creatures. I don't know, but mm. I guess you got to call them something. Yeah, uh, and they couldn't call them gorilla wolf things because that was taken. Mm-hmm. Um, by Jody Whitaker attacked the block. Right, right. By Jody Whitaker. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I, you know, it's it's funny. These are much more accurate to being called gorilla wolves. Yeah, I liked them when they were like when they're cool. When the one was like clinging to the, uh, the ceiling, to the ceiling, that was cool. Yeah. He looked like uh, he looked like the the gorilla or the wolf from uh, Rampage, like the video game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Rampage. Yes, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Rampage. George, <laughs> my best buddy, George. Oh man, I liked Tahira. Uh, yeah, she was cool. I was I was a little I mean she kind of faded into the background by the end of the episode unfortunately yeah. yeah well this episode was like there's like so much going on in this episode that for real I I feel like it would have benefited to be a two parter wow you never say that I know <laughs> I just I feel like there were too many ideas stuffed in here and it rushed through it and then. We still had like character moments that were like pretty good mm-hmm. um, or just really weird and kind of pointless, like um, Graham's confession about being worried his cancer is going to come back. Oh, I and love that. I, the I, doctor I, being like, mm, I got nothing. I, oh, but I love that moment because to me it was like you don't always have to, especially this doctor, you don't always have to have a thing to say. You don't always have to say the right thing and comfort the person. Sometimes you just have to listen mm. and that's what the doctor does. She just kind of like listens and she's like, look, I, I got nothing. I don't know, but I'm here for you. But I feel like and I'll make you smile. But like needed uh, but she, it. Like yeah. I feel like Graham needed, like he was looking for like some comfort. Like he says as much. He's just like, yeah, I guess. Cause she's just like, oh, am I supposed to say something supportive or yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> And then she actively, she doesn't say, like, I'm here for you. She's just like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and change the subject now. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't, that didn't feel like the doctor to me. That felt weird. Um, that felt like a different character. Yeah. Uh, I don't she's know. She's like, she's not great at comfort. She's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's compared to like 10. Yeah. Or even 12. I don't know. I'm really kind of digging the, uh. I don't know how 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 weird she is at this kind of stuff. How not good she is at it. It seems like a it seemed like a choice to me to make it be like no. yeah, but it's not it's not a choice that to me makes sense with the character that we got to know like all of last season where we were ta- calling her literally the like empath doctor, mm-hmm. and then like all of a sudden here this guy's like yeah I'm really worried about my cancer coming back and she's like cool 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 I'm gonna go over here now yeah. like I it seems weird well, that. It just oh. seems so strange. Is, I don't know. You're a doctor. Can you help me with me cancer? Yeah. Oh, no, I can't, Graham. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Switchy, switchy, turn, turn. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we it's revealed that Graham is a cancer survivor. Uh-huh. That uh, in Spyfall, when we when he's getting his checkup, that wasn't just old man middle age checkup. That was the doctor checking to see if his cancer was still in remission. I mm-hmm. thought that was the thing that he talked about in uh, the last season. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember that, that a lot very, from last season. <laughs> that could very well be true. Yeah. Uh, I really dug the uh, the look into the internal lives of the companions in this episode. I feel like it really fleshed out, especially Yaz. Mm. Uh, the realization that Yaz uh, was dealing with uh, unnamed anxiety, mental health issues. I mean, this was kind of like the mental health episode, I guess in the same way that Orphan 55 was the the climate change episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we see uh, her dealing with stuff and we kind of get the uh, the Batman Begins falling down the well moment where Yaz decides to become a cop. I loved all that. Yeah. All of the Yaz stuff in this was really good. I loved all of that a lot. Mm-hmm. That to me just makes me think that she needs to be like the only companion though because like she's still running away from whatever it was she was running away from like three years ago Uh i think when she was 11 yeah or i don't know how old is she (laughs) when she was like 16 (laughs) no my favorite part of that was like okay so we know that high school girls wear tight clothes however she's obviously a 30 year old woman and she's going to have curves, not like high school girls. So yeah. she's going to have a big baggy coat and she's just going to conveniently hold it around her hips so that you can't tell that she's not 16 years old. The hair was good, too. <laughs> yeah, the hair was good. The, the hair, hair was red good. is like a teenager. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But yeah, I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I see what you guys are doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I uh... I'm really jealous of of, uh, of of Europe's relationship with their police, the way that they're. I don't know. I was like, oh right, poli- the police officers just comforting her. Well, right? I mean, that's. that's I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's entirely accurate. I think. I think there's. Uh, there's good and bad police everywhere for sure i think that they have just as complicated of a, yeah. of a relationship with the police it's as we do for them to get guns there's just more police here because there's more people here that's very true yeah and yes yeah the gun thing yeah <laughs> for sure um yeah uh, i thought that but, was great and yeah I, I mean we've been saying this all season i could totally buy yeah this is like a solo companion i think that and then i i think that that moment was really cool because now you can go back and the instances of Yaz being the first person to make an empathetic connection with whatever random person is being chased and try to connect with them makes so much sense because like she's trying to be that police officer. Mm-hmm. She's trying to do what that what that woman did for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan's mate Tebow is uh, mm-hmm. also going through an unnamed kind of general depression malaise where. Ryan goes to his flat and they're playing FIFA and he's like, oh, mate, you, you, your flat's looking kind of rough. Like, Dude, Don't judge me. I wish my kitchen was that clean. Like, even <laughs> like like in the midst of his depression kitchen, like, mine is so bad. I just... <laughs> yeah, he had some, like, uh, he just had a lot of clutter. He had, like, a lot of stuff in the sink. Yeah, yeah. That... Oh, God. Mate, you're living like a... <laughs> you're living in squalor. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm shipping Tito and Ryan, man. Yeah, that last scene. 
up until the no homo moment. Oh, hey, don't touch me. I, <laughs> I know. I was like, come hey. on, hug your friend. Hug yeah, your they, friend. Do, they, start, they start like fake punching hey. each other, you know, like guys do. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. Definitely more more men, male friends being emotionally vulnerable in front of one another. 2020. Yeah. 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 Um, so these God characters, the elementals and the guardians, the eternals, the eternals and the guardians. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Making their return. Yeah. From enlightenment. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. From the fifth doctor era. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. You haven't gotten to that episode yet. Although we're not that far away from it. I don't think. And Uh. the toy maker. Um, and the guardians are the, the rebos operation. The White Guardian sent. I was just reading about this because I was like, "Wow, yeah. I can't believe I'm gonna look up classic Doctor Who stuff today." Um, yeah. <laughs> the the White Guardian's the one that sends them on the key to time nonsense. Oh right. And then there's like, you know, oh, he looks kind of like him, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, I mean, old, old British dude with a pronounced chin, yeah, jawline. Yeah. I don't know. I remembered his name. Um, Zelen. But he's he's supposed to just be like a run of the mill eternal, not like a guardian, which I know oh. is like which makes no freaking sense to like anybody. But I don't know. I'm really into enlightenment. Um, that episode. So mm-hmm. yeah, when he was just like, oh yeah, the Eternals. I was just like, what, what, what? Yeah, yeah Chibnall wasn't kidding. Yeah, about going going into them deep into the mythology. And and as someone who has not gotten to that part in New Who, I thought that this was a great primer of okay like the the eternals are these gods that are from another realm uh, going back going back into things coming from another universe coming into our own Mm -hmm. a reoccurring theme this season and uh yeah i thought they were pretty effective villains the two of them yeah these dark gods i think i uh, I guess I think my, my my general issue with the episode is like I found myself I guess a little um I don't know like ultimately I don't know what the episode was trying to say mm-hmm. and I don't really know what they were trying to do and I thought the resolution of the story was a little too easy mm um, she just traps him in that ball. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the reason why I felt like it could have used some t- some space to breathe because if you had taken everything up to the point where Storm reveals that she's actually the bad guy, Storm. <laughs> um, I feel like if that was the end of part one, and yeah. then part two was everything after that, including like the explanation of like the gods and the thing and the all of that stuff, like. You could have had more fun with them, like rolling around Earth doing stuff and messing with people. Yeah. Um, and instead, like it just felt very rushed, mm-hmm. and then it was over really fast. Yeah. Um, and it's like, wow. So the fact that they're gods, like, still no match for Doctor Who. I guess I like it. Like it just felt just so like, and it's over. Oh mm. no, two gods. Oh well, we trapped him in a ball again. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Nice. Tahira was able to <laughs> ma- conquer her fear. Yeah. I don't know. So, like 
the connection between because at the beginning when they were like, oh, like they they attack a mental health hospital or a hospital for like an asylum, right? And how it was preying on uh, Tito or Tebow because he was he was dealing with depression and and right. But then connecting that to them being like nightmare lords, right? Like when they're preying on that little girl's nightmares, like nightmares are just the brain. Right. I don't know. I I mean, I'm not a I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but I don't know. Like to me, I don't I don't see the connection between the sub the dreams and like mental illness because like we can't really I don't know. Like I, I You can't conquer mental illness like the way that she can conquer a nightmare. Like it's not the same thing. Right? Yeah. Well, like I don't what? know. Nightmares are just kind of I mean, from my understanding of dreams is that they're, they're just kind of like the brain just tossing stuff around. Uh-huh. You know, not Cass, what do you think? Um I don't I mean, yes, the nightmares are like the brain just tossing like stuff around like I don't know, like stress dreams and stuff. But mm. I think I think because um like maybe a a um a more vulnerable person, like um, mental health wise, would ruminate on those nightmares more than, like, you know, just like right. a, a normie. <laughs> sure. Oh, that was weird. Anyway. <laughs> um, doop, doop, doop. So maybe I'm that's fine. how they were, like, picking their victims or something. I don't, yeah. I don't really know. Um, but I know that, like, the the Eternals whole thing is that like they are incapable of original thought, so like they feed off of like like mortals like energy and like their like creativity and stuff. Like YouTubers. So, like, yeah, I guess. So, <laughs> so maybe like these two are just like, hey, you know what's tasty? Nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> and um Yeah. I guess I, I my my I mean my issue is that I don't I don't see the connection between nightmares and mental illness yeah um i feel like those are two completely different things you can be mentally healthy and have nightmares you can right. be mentally ill and have nightmares right but yeah. why where is the connection that they're drawing between the two and what is the connection between tebow like air quote overcoming his depression and uh, what's her face? Uh, the girl with the pearl earring. The girl whatever. from Aleppo. <laughs> yeah, um, overcoming her nightmares and conquering her nightmares. It's like I don't, I like it. It feels like they're trying to like draw a straight line there. Yeah. Like it's like it's all brain stuff, and it's like, <laughs> but I mean that's I mean, very different brain stuff. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> right. No, I understand what you mean. Um. I don't know. I kind of want to rewatch it because I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like either I missed something or because I felt the episode was long. Oh yeah, remember when we paused it and it was like thirteen minutes? Yeah. We were like, Whoa. Right. Well, because it was just like it was like sprinting through everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, like thirteen minutes in, we were like, wow. So like half the episode's done, right? Oh no, it's thirteen minutes. What? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just sprinting through everything. It's why I think it should. It, it needed a two parter. Mm-hmm. And I think. I think Tahira could have used some of the time spent with Tebow because I, re- I mean, I, I really, I really appreciated and and enjoyed how Tebow's arc was just like going to therapy mm-hmm. and talking to someone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. realizing that he's not alone, mm-hmm. like Yaz did, 
Uh, yeah. And I really, I really appreciated. Um, and then Graham does. Yeah. And it does. And, and he doesn't get the catharsis that. Which again, I think muddles things, mm-hmm. muddles the message. And, uh, and Yaz, or whether it was Yaz relearning that, oh, this thing that I'm suffering through, this anxiety, it's a moment. Yeah. And someday that moment will pass. And there is always something greater. And I thought that's, that's such a great message to hear from uh, a, a children's show like Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, as mental health becomes more and more uh, okay to talk about and, 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 and children and young people realizing that they're not alone and that they're not broken and they're not weird. And so I thought that was all good, well and good. Just like I think that learning about climate change and how we can prevent climate change is all well and good. I just think the show as a whole could be better at augmenting these these well and these great intentions and great messages into the storytelling and into the episode. Yeah. Maybe that's the like the connection like it's not a literal one, it's a metaphorical one like Sure. like mental health, like a depressive episode could feel like a nightmare to somebody. Definitely. And then uh-huh. you like you have like periods of like I don't know. Um clarity. Normalness? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like that 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 tweet I saw where it's like mentally ill people can have 10 minutes of clarity as a treat. Yeah. <laughs> relatable yeah, definitely um. relatable where i'm like oh hey is this how is this how regular people feel for most of the oh it's back i'm back yeah yeah it's like <laughs> oh here i am back at it again um i i yeah so maybe it's more of of a metaphorical one where it's just like you know you can make it through this this if you you know just keep know. going yeah just make the choice Cause it's only because it's just a moment yeah and I really appreciated that, and it made me it made me appreciate Yaz as a companion more and relate to yeah. her more than I thought I ever thought I would. Um, and I really like Ryan being a good friend for Tito. God, I keep, I'm never gonna <laughs> I'm never gonna call him by the same name twice in a row. Uh, Tebow, Tebow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does Ryan feel like he can't leave? That's my thing. Oh, that I'm bit at the like, end. Yeah. How long are we gonna be here, Yaz? I don't know. I mean, it's sort of like, uh, you know, it's like the idea of just like doing anything without an endpoint feels weird. We are mm. just like, when is this? Is this it? Is this all there is? Like, I don't know what the next thing is. Am I just doing this forever? Yeah. You know, like, I, I think that I think that checks out. I, I feel like that. I feel like that right now. Um, about like <laughs> talking to you and <laughs> about no, Aww. no, about like work stuff, sure, you know, yeah, where yeah. it's just yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just doing the same thing every day every week it's the same thing it's never gonna end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like what happens next like wh- what am i is this it is this what i'm doing forever um so yeah i get that i get where he's coming from um i know it seems weird because he's like traveling with the doctor but <laughs> but yeah. it, well, no, i mean like it doesn't seem weird like because his nightmare is like over not overstaying but like running Running too far, I guess. Running too far yeah. and too long. He mm-hmm. seems to me, Ryan, as opposed to Yaz, as opposed to most companions, is he doesn't seem to he doesn't seem to get that high, that adventurer's high, the way yeah. that Rose or or Amy. Yeah. He seems almost a lot more he reminds me a lot of Martha in that he seems very earthbound. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's hurting him that he's not there for for Tebow. And I could see him being the first companion to hop off the ship. <coughs> Right. Well, I, I mean, I have a feeling that they're like, I, I, it feels like they're going to write some of them out th- at the end of this season. Like, I, I feel like they're not all coming back next season because it feels mm-hmm. like they're aiming toward like, 
you know, Graham's cancer coming back and he and Ryan like leaving or something <gasps> like that. Um, or like, you know, Yaz leaving because she's like, ah, it's time to be a cop now. I need to not run away from being an adult anymore. You know? Um, yeah. So like, I, I don't know. It Another feels 19. like, it feels like they're, 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 uh, angling toward their departures. Yeah. And I'd be very excited to see what other com- types of ca- companions that 13 can have. I mean, we literally can. meet a new potential companions in every single episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, really. The TARDIS is really like everybody get in here this season. Yeah. Come on in. I know this this season in particular has made it official that we can no longer because the, the thing that used to uh, be the thing in, in, in Doctor Who fandom is that like if you cannot be a companion unless you take a ride in the TARDIS, right? So like there would be yeah. all these people who would be like, oh, well, this person's a companion because like they spent multiple adventures with them or they keep running into them. And it's like, no, no, no. Did they take a ride in the TARDIS? Then they're not technically a companion. But this season like proved that you actually That's... can't use that because yeah. then everyone that they've yeah. met this season has been is a freaking companion. Like Tesla, I would say, I would say that if they've been in the TARDIS for more than like a single story, yeah, right, which makes that freaking Adam guy. That's still exactly Roman, where my head went to. <laughs> Stupid Adam guy, like, like a Shielder companion. Yeah. Right? Wait, did a Shielder ever get on the TARDIS? Uh, or, I don't. Or did she get her own TARDIS? I don't remember. I don't remember if she ever did or not. Oh, Maisie, Maisie. I'm glad her new Mutants movie is finally coming out. Good yeah, for her. After all these years. <laughs> Good for her. She gets to be the werewolf we all knew that she mm-hmm. could be. It's really crazy because if you if you read uh, the new Mutants now, they really they really went out of their way to make. She looks just like Maisie Williams. Oh. Oh, sick. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Check out New Mutants. Um, space. So yeah, we get some timeless child visions. Yeah, but no- it's the same one though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't any new information. Um Yeah. So do we think that the elementals and the guardians have anything to do with the creation of the timeless child or the mythology of the timeless child? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was just like hey, what can we throw from Classic Who that is like really weird and obscure but mm-hmm. also I don't know, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. I feel like uh, I think this episode is like an interesting watch. I don't know. It's definitely not one of my favorites of this season. Mm. Um, But I still liked it. I just mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, it just didn't grab me the way that some of the other ones did. Yeah. Some uh, great Graham moments. Yeah. Like when he was like, he would just when he was like interrupting himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was that one really good choice where he was like, uh, he was like, uh, what did he say? He, was, he said something to the doctor like, I don't, I, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not, you know, uh, you're not. Any sense. Yeah, what did he say? Like, oh, but by the way, what? <laughs> what yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where he was like, he was like, uh, he was like criticizing her like. Way of explaining something. Right. And then like, but it was like a really like hacky joke. And then interrupted himself halfway through the hacky joke and just changed the subject. Um, <laughs> I don't. 
remember what he said, but I remember that moment. Yeah, it was good. Um, I like that. Uh, I like when the characters recognize hacky writing. <laughs> um, next week's Mary Shelley and Lord Byron. Yep. Heck yeah. <gasps> yeah, man. I hope that's good. Oh, I hope it's so good. I I didn't I didn't think. I've been so hyped about Mary Shelley that I forgot that we're also getting Lord Byron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for I can't sure. Wait. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I, yeah, that's. I'm, I'm quickly learning that might be one of my favorite little pockets in history. Yeah. It's just that one weekend where they all had a writer's retreat, a big, a big old sexy writer's retreat. Yeah. That created science fiction as we know it. Um, and the mm-hmm. Cybermen. And the Cybermen. The lone Cybermen, perhaps? The lone Cybermen. In oh. the and we get uh, we we now have the episode titles for the finale. Yeah, uh, the ha- next week's is the haunting of Villa Diodati. Dia, is it? Am I saying that right? Who knows? Uh, maybe Villa Villa Diodati. Di- we'll find out. Diodati. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then the fin- two part finale is Ascension of the Cybermen, and the Timeless Children, plural. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I can only imagine is the Time Lords. Yeah. Or Gallifreyans or something. Oh, the Timeless Children. Gallifreyans. That aren't Time Lords. Oh, ooh, like Susan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Susan. Uh, so I'm... Uh... I'm 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 making my way through the uh, the Stephen Moffat novelization of Day and the Doctor. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Really, really great. And uh, there's just so much. He's had so much fun with like the mythology. And there's like a really funny joke about how, um, like, because they go into Elizabeth the first, and how the Doctor and Elizabeth the first like hooked up. Uh huh. And <laughs> and and the. The, the 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 prose is like now I know what you're thinking. This is very controversial about this figure in history who's known for their purity and their virginity. But I just want to say for the record that he has a granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's a good joke. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's like a joke about. By the way, that's a pretty weird name for a time lord, Susan. And I'm like, oh yeah, she was probably super bullied at <laughs> at, at school, Susan. <laughs> that's assuming that's her real name. That might have just been like. Her Earth name, right when she immigrated. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Huvian's uh, definitely. Uh, if you if you if you're interested, pick up the uh, the novelization of Day of the Doctor. It's yeah, really it's right now. It's out of stock on Amazon. You have to like order it from secondary sellers. I, mean, I bought five just cause. Huh? No. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, just handing them out on the street. So I definitely want to get it. I just gotta. I gotta find a good place to buy it. I'm. I wish. I'm gonna see if there's like a bookstore, like yeah, that I can buy a copy from rather than because mm-hmm. like the Amazon won't one. It's just it's it's all through secondary sellers and you're in a good city for it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> Coast coastal elite Scott Curl. Yeah. <laughs> Cass might be in the worst city for it. Uh, just yeah. call Stephen King. <laughs> Oh, yeah, just yeah. call Stephen King. Just go to Hi, Mr. King. Uh, hello, hello, Cass. <laughs> right. Sorry to interrupt Follow your Mayor. coke binge. Uh, <laughs> no, I think there's like a there's like a brick and mortar um, bookstore that I frequent. Oh, so I'll that's awesome. have to look into it because well, that's that sounds awesome. fun. Yeah, yeah. He he he. 
he does this thing where it hints that past incarnations or future incarnations are actually like in the doctor's subconscious. Oh, just chilling. Yeah. Mm. Like. So does he have conversations with himself? So far, it's just like, like he'll when when he when he sees Gallifrey falls the painting. The war doctor is like, you stupid asshole. You don't, you <laughs> forgot, didn't you? And he's like, no, shut up. Huh. I was there no more. Like, no, stop. And I'm like, oh, can that just happen? Can like eight show up and be like, oh, Charlie. <laughs> I hope eight shows up because uh, like Mary Shelley was, was his companion for a while. <laughs> yeah, I really hope they make reference to that. I I'm going to be very distraught I'm if so they do excited. not. I haven't been this nerdly excited for an episode all season. Yeah. But yeah, this was, uh, this was fun. This yeah. was a solid little episode. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a weird one. It was very weird. Yeah. And uh, if, you're, uh, if you're going through some stuff, dear listeners, uh, don't be afraid to reach out. There's, there's lots of uh, hotlines and professionals and people that... Uh, that are valid and can uh, maybe you know you'd be surprised at how much just talking about it like Tebow can help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And remember, the fingers are the teeth of the hands. <laughs> Thanks, as, I hate it. As Christian once <laughs> observed. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.